It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Good to have you on board. We're live in Las Vegas. Downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And every single Monday at this time, we kick off the hour with Michael Lombardi, host here of the Lombardi Line, weekdays at noon Eastern, on Visa, and also a three-time Super Bowl um, executive winner. Um, and he joins the program now. Good morning, Michael. How are you today? I am doing really good. I, it's a tough weekend for a lot of people, but I'm doing well. Thank you. 3-0 with your picks yesterday. Great job. We'll find out if you like anything tonight in the Monday night game. I guess... Just to kick off this segment with you today is, you know, nine weeks in after that day that we had, I think we have more questions right now in the NFL than answers. Certainly so much chaos yesterday took place, huge upsets across the board. What was your biggest takeaway? Well, I I thought the Rams, you know, there's no way they're going to win a Super Bowl with that offensive line. I mean, they they got beat up bad and they're undisciplined. And for all the celebrity talk about the Rams, I mean, they got, they're soft. They are soft. They can't run the ball like they used to, and they have no discipline to the team. And then I thought the Chiefs are still broken. And as much as I keep believing the Cardinals are going to come back to earth, the Cardinals are tough. We could say whatever we want about Kingsbury. His team's tougher, and Kyle Shanahan's team is soft. It's soft with a capital S. And they couldn't do anything in that game. I mean, this is the second week in a row where a backup quarterback, and they don't even have Hopkins or or Murray, 
and they dominated. That game wasn't even close. The score wasn't as close. It was a joke. So to me, I don't know where the, to me, Tampa continues to look like the most elite team in the league. I can't, I couldn't believe that they gave up. San Francisco gave up 450 yards. McCoy was 22 of 26. It's Connor Kirk, Kirk Connor couldn't stop it. And then can you, how, how do you lose 11 of your last 12 home games? I, I, I don't have an answer for you, Paulie. I don't know. I mean, and you know, they, I'm sure it'll be Jimmy Garoppolo's fault. I'm sure that if we would have started Trey Lance in the game, everything would have been fine because that's all the 49ers faithfuls talk about. You know, it's like, you got to start Trey Lance. You got to start Trey Lance. You know, like, meanwhile, you know, they, they, they turn the ball over. They have no toughness. I mean, they don't play with any toughness in it. They, and every time, it was almost like the Cardinals were had had the had the defensive signals because they they bring a blitz off the left side they run a screen to the right, you know it's like how is this going on it was it was embarrassing it really was and and if you're a 49er fan you're one in twelve I think in the last thirteen games at home yeah, you can't win a home game that's it wasn't yeah. even close that, that's uh, impossible so how much time do we have to give this team to recover from the injuries that they had starting like two years ago I know they had a lot. But is it like, okay, guys, you've had some of the guys back. Now it's time to start playing a little bit better than you have been? I, th- I think to me, if you don't beat – I mean, this is the team that you, – you know, you've got to win this game, right? I yes. mean, you're now five games behind them or four and a half games behind them in the standing. I mean, you go into this game, you say, we get, this is a must-win for us. No matter what happens today, we've got to find a way to win. And they weren't even close. I mean, Colt McCoy looked like he was, you know, the the second coming out there. And and I keep thinking the Cardinals are going to stub their toe. They don't have A.J. Green. They didn't have Hopkins. And all they do is they dominated the game. I I think we really have overvalued the 49ers. I really do. I thought they would play better defensively. But clearly, the the, the last two games of the weekend, I was way off on. I, I thought the 49ers would play better. And I thought the Rams would play better. But I think Mike Vrabel's coach of the year. I don't think it's close. I think Mike Vrabel is as good a coach as there is in the National Football League. For him to go out there and dominate that game, and basically win it, and, and, and all he did was avoid losing. I mean, think about it. They scored 21 points in the first half, and they get the interception on Stafford. They get the, the, the return, and then, of course, the undisciplined. I, I mean, the Titans just found a way to win the game. Say whatever you want, but look, mm-hmm. they've beaten – here are the Titans. They've beaten, they've beaten the Chiefs. They've beaten the Bills. They've beaten the Colts, and now they've beaten the Rams. I mean, at some point, you got to say, you know what? You're really a good team. What a run they're on. No question. Michael Lombardi, our guest here and Follow the Money is Feasting, the Sports Betting Network. So you're right. Colt McCoy looked awesome yesterday. Um, but this, I mean, like the backup quarterbacks lately and how they've been playing and how tricky it is to figure out this league, Michael. I'll throw in the last couple of weeks with the Cowboys. I mean, last Sunday night, there's no Dak Prescott, right? It's Cooper Rush. Eh, no worries to go out there. They cover the game. They win the game outright. Then Dak comes back yesterday, and it's 30 to nothing. Before you can blink, they're getting blown out at home against the Broncos. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it, too. I think Steele going over the left tackle was a problem, right? I think that they and, – and I thought the Broncos – I was on the Broncos and taking the points because yeah. I thought they would unify around Von, Von Miller being gone. I know the media made a big deal about Von Miller being gone, but Von Miller is not the same Von Miller, you know, and they rushed really well. They rushed like they had a game plan rush in that game. And I thought Vic Fangio's defense did a great job. And look, at the, you know, the Cowboys were due to stub their toe. There's no doubt. I'm sure they'll bounce back. That offense really struggled. I mean, Vic Fangio outcoached Kellen Moore badly yesterday. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. You can see that as clear as day. So it was a great win for Denver. Now Denver's got to come back and prove that they could beat a lesser team in Philadelphia this week. Can you explain the Eagles' money every week? 
No, I can't. I can't, Paulie. I don't understand it. You know, the line's moving to Philly. I mean, look, the last few weeks now, we've seen line movement that's made no sense. I mean, the Cardinals, I think they ended up being a six-point dog by the time that game closed mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yeah. You know, they opened up as the favorite. They closed as the dog. Mm-hmm. Same thing last week with Minnesota. You know, and I don't know if teams will take the letdown, you know. But, look, I'll, I'll tell you, team, the, the other thing I think that resonated through the weekend was did, did the Packers did all that to upset Aaron Rodgers to pick Jordan Love? I know it was his first game, and I know it was hard, but that's that's what the future of the franchise looks like? I'm worried, right? And sure. the Packers, when are they going to get rid of Mason Crosby? I mean, how many more games is he going to cost them? If sure. he makes the two field goals, they, they got a chance to win this game. Oh, oh, They're this... down in the red zone. They're down in the red zone the whole time. They're moving the ball. They're running the ball against the Chiefs. I mean, that's as bad. You hold the Chiefs to 13 points. You should win the game, 30-13. The the special teams yesterday. How about this? Maybe an idea at some point. Don't even have a punt returner back. I mean, that was brutal what was taking place in that game. The the, the Packers special teams have been a disaster since LaFleur's been there. And, you know, let's face it. I mean, LaFleur's the first coach to 40 wins. And whatever we think of Aaron Rodgers, he lied and all that stuff. Okay, you could say that. But if they, if they don't have him, nobody's having any success in Green Bay. Yes, no, I'll agree with that. Let Michael Lombardi, our guest, follow the money. Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. He went 3-0 and last week with his picks. How, does Jackson of the Raiders do anything for you? And, and what, where, where does Beckham wind up? And does it even matter? Well, I mean, does it really matter? I mean, Beckham's, it's, it's, it's all media. I mean, free Beckham. Like, what has he done? He can't, can't catch the ball. He hasn't been able to make plays. I mean, they're, they were better. The Browns were better with Peoples-Jones on the field. They knew it, too. Yes. Look, he makes a 60-yard play. I mean, the Browns only had the ball 23 minutes in that game, and they scored 41 points. Now, the Bengals did some problems, but they, they had big plays, big runs. Uh, to me, the Raiders need an outside receiver. There's no doubt. But, look, the Raiders stubbed their own foot. I mean, they, you know, they, they're one for six in the red zone yesterday against the, against the Giants. I mean, they have no one to blame for losing that game but themselves. And, you know, they weren't able to, they turned the ball over. They couldn't score in the red zone. They outgained them. And then at the end of the day, you know, for all the talk about how great the Raider defense has improved, the Giants ran for 149 yards on 31 carries. I mean, you walk out of the stadium and Daniel Jones throws for a buck 10 and you lose, you know, you didn't play well. Can you explain what happened in Jacksonville yesterday? Uh, You know what? I guess good good job by Urban Meyer. I mean, the, the Bills look totally lost on offense. I mean, I can't explain it. I mean, look, I feel bad for the people that took him in Survivor because you're not wrong. I mean, if you, you, if I told you the Jags are going to score nine points in the game, you're going to cover the game with the 14 and a half, and you're going to go down there with a win. For, the, for them to only score six, it just was wow. And this, and remember something, this is one of the worst defenses in all of football yes. in Jacksonville. Yep. yep. I mean, it's really unbelievable how bad this was. I mean, it's it's mind-boggling how bad they played yesterday. You know, they they and, and here's I think the biggest issue is that, that there's no run game. I think what we see with the Bills is their lack of offensive line. They play with no power. The Rams play with no power. The 49ers play with no power. And when you don't play with any power and you can't run the ball. I mean, the leading rusher in the game was Josh Allen. I think he had five carries for 30 yards. They only ran the ball six times with their running back. You've got to find – it's November. You've got to have some balance with your team. I know all the analytical people say, keep throwing, keep throwing, keep throwing. No, you've got to have some run. You've got to control the game with your run game. And I think the Titans do that. I think the Patriots have done that. I think the teams that understand the Saints did it. 
I mean, the Saints yesterday did it. How about the Falcons? The Falcons carried the ball 25 times for 36 yards in the game, and they were able to win the game. That tells you they wanted balance in the game. That's how you got to win those games. Michael Lombardi, our guest, uh, 3-0 with his picks in the NFL yesterday. So the Steelers are now up to a 7-point favorite tonight, Michael, at home against the Bears. Do you like anything here? I, I don't. I don't trust the Steelers. I don't trust Big Ben. I, I mean, I, I think the Steelers will win. I really do. I think the line's a little too long. But I don't trust the Bears. I mean, the Bears can't throw the ball. They have to run it. Last week, Justin Fields had 110 yards rushing, had 100 yards rushing. The rest of the team had 23 carries for 76 yards. Here's what I would say. Bad offensive lines don't travel. And the, yeah. the Bears have a really bad offensive line. And I think the Steelers playing at home, they're going to get ready to go. I trust Tomlin in these situations. I do think his team will play hard. I think his team will be well coached. And I don't think he'll lose the game. I think this is the only way. You know, the Titans yesterday came out to Los Angeles. They didn't lose the game. They made the Rams lose it. Yeah, well said. Have a great show today. Have a great week. Thanks for the time as Thanks, always. guys. Appreciate it. Thank Bye-bye. Michael Lombardi. Weekdays at noon Eastern right here on VEASAN. Uh, with the Lombardi line. You can download the free oddtrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. Go to oddtrader.com. Yeah, the, the thing that jumped off the page to me or the screen yesterday, Paulie, watching the game, is that uh, Josh Allen did not have a lot of time to, to uh, throw the football, mm-hmm. and they could get zero running game going whatsoever against Jacksonville's front. I thought Jacksonville completely dominated the trenches in that game. And... Incredible day. I, I just, I mean, how, how, how Geno Smith went up and down That's the right. field against them. That's right. They couldn't stop Geno Smith. Yep. 30 to nothing, Broncos. You look, 30 to nothing they led in sure. that game. Cowboys can't do anything. The, the 9 to 6 game, the Chiefs can't cover. They scored 13 points. I mean, makes a lot of sense. All the upsets. So, up next, we will hit the opening numbers for week 10. Of the NFL after what took place yesterday. Uh, Three teams opened as double-digit favorites. Uh Uh-oh. Are we going to get chaos all over again? We'll discuss next. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSET, the sports betting network. Hold on. He's had some crackers. Had to get the breakfast. Points bet has great odds on NFL lines. Why bet anywhere else? When you bet with points bet, you get great odds and bigger payouts. Download the app today and get in on the action. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. I forgot this one earlier, too, about no one knows anything and wacky. And bad. Denver just played Washington at home. They scored 17 points. They couldn't move the ball. Couldn't do anything on offense. Yeah. And right up and down the field, no problem. Thirty nothing, blowout. No, he never had to sweat it. Again, Dallas seven and zero ATS. Yeah, great run to start the season. Nope, that died yesterday. <laughs> You're not going to cover every game, but I mean to be down thirty to nothing like that. Wow, that was something else. How about the opening numbers for Week Ten in the National Football League? Uh, Thursday night, Ravens play at the Dolphins. Baltimore opened up six and a half. Yesterday afternoon, uh, up to seven and a half already against Miami. Tua, Brissett, does it matter? What do you think? That was ugly yesterday. Miami turns it over five times and still wins the game. Uh, But but again, give Baltimore credit. You found a way to win. Great job. You did, yep. I would say that Tua is certainly at least a small uptick over Brissett, right? Uh, yeah. I'm not going to make him a yeah. touchdown or anything like that. That's silly talk, but you know he's certainly a little bit better than what Brissett is. Uh, Indy is 11 against Jacksonville. Will the Colts be popular again on Survivors? Only 270 people used them against the Jets? Or will people be thinking, e boy, uh, yeah. Jacksonville just beat Buffalo outright. I don't want to go down that, that path. Yeah, right. 
Uh, this is a huge game in the AFC. Monster. Cleveland is at New England. The opener was Patriots two and a half. This morning, it's Patriots minus three. I would probably take, I have not bet it yet, I would probably take the Browns plus the field goal. Yeah, as would I. You get rid of Beckham, that's great news. Mayfield has much better numbers without Beckham. Good call by Paul Charchi and about Peoples-Jones. He has a long touchdown. That was such an enormous game yesterday, because if Cincy won, that'd be a win over the big three in the division already. But uh, Stevenson with a good game, too, with the Patriots. But, I mean, this is the, the Patriots have been so damn close with these against the big boys with Tampa and the Cowboys. I mean, if they would have got one of those games, I mean, it, it was a, you, you knew it was going to be kind of a rough start because you had a rookie quarterback. But as McDaniel said, wait, we're going to get the offense on. They've won four of five, and the loss was the crazy walk-off in overtime against Dallas. Right, right. So they lost to the Saints, Tampa, Dallas, then that fluky week one game against Miami when Harris killed them with the fumbles. They are peaking. And Belichick's doing a hell of a job. Going into the season, if you rewind a couple of months, it was, okay, at the very top, it's going to be Buffalo and Kansas City. Baltimore might be in there, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, I mean, the yeah. AFC is just, it's completely open right now. Uh-huh. It can it can be had by one of these teams. Mm-hmm. Dallas opened up 8.5 against Atlanta. Dallas now 9 Remember, this is a replay of what the game that took place no. last year. The crazy onside kick, the helicopter kick that kept spinning like this over and over and over again. Yeah, I just think it was a fluke. I think the Cowboys bounced back. Somehow somehow Atlanta's in the playoffs if they started uh-huh. today. I don't know how that's possible. How much of it yeah. was a fluke yesterday with Buffalo? Again, they clo- they got to, what, 15 and a half, I think was the highest I saw? Um, they're 12, they open 12 and a half at the Jets, now 13. Now, great job by people pointing this out. And, and Adam Chernoff tweeted about it, too. So the last two games, the OC Lafleur has gone up in the up press top. box. Correct. Yes. So yeah, that I I don't know if that's all the difference in the world or Wilson struggling and being uh, up to his slow start. But with White and Johnson now, the last two games, offensive explosion, Lafleur going up in the press box. Yep. Uh, last night before the Sunday night game, Tennessee was two and a half against New Orleans. I actually I don't see that number on the board right now, but I'll double check. Uh, Tampa Bay, 9.5 on the opener at Washington. Oh, God. So that game could cut touch 10. Again, oh, we've boy. told you about two double-digit favorites already with Indy and Buffalo. Between Brady and Arians, probably screaming for two weeks. What was that? Mm-hmm. How do you lose to Trevor Simeon? What's wrong with us? Come on. Brady with another pick six. Yep. Yeah, I think you get a big effort out of Tampa. For those not using the Steelers tonight in survivor pools, next week will be the week. They're nine-point favorites mm-hmm. at home against Detroit. Okay. Um, before I tell you what the uh, Chargers-Minnesota number is, I want to go back down yesterday's game here for a minute. It's 28 a, a 24 apiece, sorry, Chargers-Eagles, and that's after Devontae Smith sco- scores that uh, really nice touchdown to tie it up at 24, and the extra point was good. So 6.07 on the clock, right? Chargers get the ball back. So what do you do? Do you go down? Do they score a game-winning touchdown? Do they leave the Eagles time on the clock? What's going to happen? Well, they put a drive together beginning at their own 25-yard line, again, with over six minutes left, to the point of where they get all the way down to the two-minute warning, and they're at the Eagles' 37-yard line. It's a first and 10. They then committed a five-yard penalty to make it first and 15. So they pick up 11, Philly timeout with a, a buck 53. Next play is Austin Eckler, two-yard gain, Philadelphia timeout. Uh-huh. Chargers take a timeout. Eckler goes for one yard to make it a fourth and one from the 28-yard line, and Philly uses their final timeout. This was awesome. 
I love this. Okay. Yep. And the Hopkins has already missed an extra point. Sure. And the kicking situation for the Chargers has been dreadful the entire year. What does Staley do? Screw it. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to give them time on the clock. They went for it. They got it. And they eventually melted all the clock. And they scored the game-winning field goal with, like, no time left. Here is rookie head coach Brandon Staley talking about the clock management at the end of that game. We kept them off balance today. And on that last drive, I thought that was a good example of that. There were a lot of key plays on that drive. Uh, but, you know, I, you know, everybody touched the ball for us on that drive. And, uh, and I think that makes you tough to defend. And then our quarterback, you know, executed at a really high level today. And what we wanted to do was finish that game with the football. Great job. Everybody involved. The head coach, the decision-making, the quarterback, the execution on the field. How many coaches kicked there? A lot. Take the points. Take the points. Okay, you still got a dollar. You got a minute forty. If you're Philly, sure, that was great. And by, the other by the thing, way, when, it, in, it, when it, in doubt, I'm, I'm sorry. And I know it happened the one time because Allen slipped. Good luck stopping a quarterback sneak fourth sure. and one, fourth and inches. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm taking my chances every time. So my. And by the way, Paulie, is a forty-five yarder automatic? What That's world it, are we right, living in? Right. It is not automatic. So anyway, the Chargers opened up two and a half. They're now three against Minnesota. Well, no home field to speak of. We know that. But that's. I know Paul Charchian said they didn't think they're going to do it. You'd think they could whack Zimmer before the season's over. Yeah. I mean, that, that, you can't lose that game if you're uh, Minnesota. I'll tell you, you what's gonna, I'll tell you what's going to happen. I don't know what week it's going to take place in. Could be this week. Could be, you know, week 14, whatever. There's going to be a game where all of these bad losses catch up to the Vikings, and they're going to just be done with it. They're going to wave the white flag, and they're going to lose like 45 to 10. They have one of those games yep. coming. Concur. Mm-hmm. Arizona opened up 10 against Carolina. That's currently the number. Is that going to be, do you want Sam Darnold? I mean, if healthy, you're going to play him, or do you just bench him now and say, Walker, go out there and see what you got? Yeah, that could get ugly. Oh, mama mia. Uh, Green Bay, five and a half against Seattle. Looks like Rodgers is going to play. Well, who knows? Well, I mean, we won't know until the Saturday before the game. We won't know until, we don't know about Wilson either. So you're telling me, how many teams got really docked (laughs) last year for the COVID stuff? The Raiders got fined, like, up to a million dollars, I believe. With the masks and Gruden headed down Saints nearby too. his chin. Saints, too. They got destroyed with yeah. fines and penalties. I guess, I guess they're saying if it's repeated violations. I don't know. Huh. But uh, how does Rodgers behave and act moving forward? It'll be something to watch. Then suspension and all that is on the table. Yep. Russell Wilson's supposed to be back in that game as well. Yeah. Uh, Denver, they opened two and a half against Philadelphia. I'm sure Philly will take steam again. This the, Some of yeah. these groups that love the Eagles. So no Von Miller yesterday. They took it to the Cowboys, blew them out. Everybody's talking, oh, my God, the defense. Defense was great. This is Teddy Bridgewater talking about preparing for the Cowboys and then executing with Novon Miller. I think um, everyone did a great job of coming together and understanding the assignment. And today was a a result of our process and our routine all week. Um, Guys practiced with a sense of urgency. Uh, Guys, you know, went into meeting rooms with laser focus. Guys were locked in on the game plan, and, you know, when you combine all those things, you know, you can come away with a victory like today. Great job by the Broncos. Two and a half at home against Philadelphia. And, again, if you got the best number in the Thursday night game earlier this year, this guy is 25-3 and three as a road dog. That doesn't make that's, that's just. In, yes. Come on. Yes. <laughs> I will be trying to get down on the Raiders plus three if I can find it at some point. KC opened up two and a half out here in Las Vegas against the Raiders. I think the look ahead last week was three, three and a half. I want, no, again, nothing to do with Kansas City. I don't blame you. 
And that was after betting them last week at Pick'em. All right. Early in the week. We, won't, we, don't, we don't have it tomorrow. Or excuse me, we don't have it tonight. But will we? This, this Manning cast jinx. <laughs> Who's going to be on the Manning cast here when the Rams play? Will a, will a current active player do it? Say, guys, I don't want to. Yeah. Is the team going to step in and say, look, I mean, we'd love to have you go on the, the show with them, but you can't. We're not going to let it happen. Josh Allen went on last week. Yeah, it's 0 for 6 now on the year. Players who go on the next week, they lose. Josh Allen loses as a 15-and-a-half-point favorite to Jack. That team. <laughs> the opener was Rams for San Francisco. I don't know. I Again, like Lombardi said, how, how can you lose 12 of 13 at home? How does that happen, San Francisco? Huh? It's embarrassing. Up next, we will get into the good, the bad, and the ugly from the weekend. Total meltdown at the end of one college game. That's coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. Great job to the staff. Brian Rogers, Bill Aidy, a new prop tracker now available. VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now. At VEASAN.com slash NFL. VEASAN.com slash NFL. That is dynamite. Let's go. The good. Pretty, pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. The bad. I've had it with this job. Got no food. Got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. And the ugly. First of all, that's horrible. Wow, that was the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. Got to give it up to the Browns and Baker. They needed to have that game. It was a huge game on the road against Cincinnati. And uh, the pick six right off the bat from Burrow. Mickey Mouse throw. But a great job by the Browns. Get rid of Beckham and a great performance. Teddy two gloves again. I mean, coming into the year, he was 23-3 and as a dog. And then they were favored in Pittsburgh. Depends what number you got. Yeah, as I mentioned in the Thursday game, at uh, Cleveland, and then eh, catch him 10. No problem. How about 30 to nothing? Uh, that is a stunning stat. 25-3 and three ATS is a road dog. Texas San Antonio, 9-0 and straight up, 8-1 and ATS. The win total was 4.5, and, and a lot of guys on this network gave out the over. What a call. They're going to run the table, and you lock up the coach for 10 years, which I guess what does a contract mean in college sports? <laughs> but still. What a coaching job by Trailer, and what a story with, and I love the uniforms with San Antonio. And Jimbo and a and I know they're paying the guy $100 million, but still, this was ugly how bad they were offensively. And then to get healthy against Bama and to keep it going, yeah, the offense wasn't there Saturday, but a great job shutting down Auburn, and I think they beat Ole Miss too. They might win out. That's a great coaching job. Bad. You know, you love college football, but this time of year is just a joke. The fans, you who have you, no one's any good. You haven't beat anybody. You haven't, but again, you look at this since he's second in one poll and third in the other. Who knows more? The coaches, the media? Do these guys even watch games, the committee? But it's just, keep this in mind. And it's so hard to win and go undefeated. 68 ranked teams have lost, 42 to unranked teams. That's the most in history through 10 weeks. I don't ever again want to hear about, well, so-and-so would be favored on a neutral again. Who cares? Every week we go through this in the crazy upsets. Right, right. 42 times a team is, a ranked team has lost to an unranked team. Oh, Dan Mullen. That comment about you're recruiting the offseason, that's going to come back to bite them. 
But the other, now he fires the DC. Well, he's going to be gone. So, I mean, well, yeah, that's okay, going to be a big bite. Well, yeah, he fires the DC and he fires the O-line coach. Florida is 2-8 and eight in their last 10 against Power 5 teams. And they were laying 20 against South Carolina and routed. Frost, your kicker is 6 of 13. Why would you kick a field goal there, fourth and four? Why would you pass third and four? Run on one of them. Mm -hmm. But don't kick. You know what's going to happen. You're 6 of 13 on field goals this year. Special teams have been the big issue with this team. And, of course, incomplete on third and four. He misses the guy wide open. Misses the. He's still cutting it to three. Go for the lead right there, right? I would agree. Bad job by Frost and a bad job by Orgeron. Good job coaching his team up and they haven't quit. And a great job defensively. You're not going to pick up fourth and goal from the eight on Alabama, are you? No. I, your defense, Alabama can't move the ball. There's still eight minutes left. Kick it there, put it on three. That's what I would have done. About understand what's going on in the game and feel. They can't move the ball on you. How, how many chances do they have to actually win that game again with their offense? Yeah. And they could never do anything with the football. Right. Raiders ugly, 3-16 and 16 off the bye. Yards 403 to 245. Jones throws for 110. Carr with a pick six. They drive to the New York 6, 7, 7, 13, and 14 for a combined nine points. The Houston-Miami game was a debacle. They combined for nine turnovers. Miami covered. Uh, I, I know I'm not giving up on the guy. I'm just saying. Is Texas going to blow this again? Sark might lose six games. Charlie Strong, Tom, you spent $25 million to get rid of Herman and his staff. You bring in Sark, you're going to lose six games. By the way, good luck going to the SEC. Uh, amen, brother. Have fun. Uh -huh. ACC, finish, kaput, that'll do it. They're out of the playoff. And the Lakers, oh, we love you, Los Angeles. But the Lakers were routed against Portland. They're not good. The Lakers, starting five Saturday, scored 24 points. That's tied for the second fewest in a game since starters were listed on the box score in 1970 71. How can that be? <laughs> oh, All right. There you go. Can I give you a bit more? This is from a Micah Adams, who's a great follow on Twitter. Awesome basketball guy. The Lakers net rating this season. This is with Russ, AD, and LeBron. They're exactly zero in 113 minutes. With Russ and AD, no LeBron, minus 6.3 in 113 minutes. Russ... No AD or LeBron, minus 10.4. LeBron and AD, no Russ, minus 14.5. Even that's bad. And as he pointed out, 10 games in, integrating Westbrook has been an unmitigated disaster. Yes, we thought. Yeah. Great tweet. Okay. Yep. My good. There is exactly one really good football team this year in college football. Now, right. I want to expand like anybody else does, right? But this is a year that we probably don't, you know, need it. George is awesome. They won. They couldn't cover for those of you who actually laid the points. The final score was 43 to 6, almost got there. They're giving up six points a game. Yeah. There's three games left. Yeah. They're giving up six a game. <laughs> 505 to 273 in yards. By the way, Stetson Bennett, really good, 255 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, David Bell in helping Purdue upset Michigan State, 11 catches for 217 and a touchdown. The kid has been awesome all year long, but that game in particular, in that moment, he was unstoppable, and he was, I thought, the best player on the entire field. Great job by Brom. My bad. Now, I'm not going to completely go nuts here because the committee has done a really bad job over the years at ranking teams. We've had some doozies in the last seven or eight years. But one of, it's in the conversation, one of the worst rankings ever done by the committee was last Tuesday when they had Minnesota at number 20. At the time, the reaction was like, wait, they're ranked? 
and they're number 20. Yeah. And look at how they were trying to set it up for Ohio State in the Big Ten. Oh, uh-huh. man, was that awful. How do you do that? And they come out and lay that egg to Illinois. Terrible. Um, pointed this out earlier. I'll say it one more time for the bad. Again, the reaction when a team like Cincinnati escapes against a team like Tulsa. The reaction is LSU and Nebraska would bury Cincinnati. They would bury Tulsa. And it's just like, okay, sure. I, I'm, I'm done with the whole college football discussion for, I think, this day moving forward. I, and by the way, I'll say this. Okay. I actually want Cincinnati to lose. Oh! Because I don't even want the conversation to continue. And the worst thing to me that would be that what could happen is if they run the table and they're number five or number six at the end of the year. Don't want it to happen. I want I want Cincinnati. Now I'm openly rooting against Cincinnati. I hope they lose. Because the conversation just is, it sucks. It's terrible. It's not good for the sport. Um, Jordan Love is going to take some time. But if Rodgers plays, again, the Chiefs were really, really bad again yesterday. Mahomes is 166 yards against that defense. What are we talking, 20-13 to 13 Packers, 23-13 Packers? I'm pretty confident in saying the Packers win that game with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers yesterday. And the worst performance from Week 9, I don't even know, who do you give it to? The Cowboys, the Bills, the 49ers? Cowboys down 30 to nothing. Bills, 15.5 point favorites, scored 6 points. And the Niners debacle. I give it to the Bills. But I, yeah. I, I see your point, but I, okay. you can't. Six points. You couldn't stop Geno Smith. Come on. All right, this will be good. Well, here's my ugly. So <laughs> I, I hope you were watching, and I know many of you were not, but the Oregon-Washington game on Saturday night, specifically about the final five minutes or so, here's what happened. The Ducks had the ball first and t- uh, 10 at the Huskies' 14-yard line. That turned into third and 31 from the Huskies' 37. Why? Because they had a 15-yard unnecessary roughness penalty, followed immediately by another 15-yard penalty for a face mask. They eventually punted on 4th and 28 from the Washington 32-yard line. Think about how bad that is. Nice job, guys, out there with a 1st and 10 at the 14-yard line. Back-to-back penalties like that to drive you all the way back. Then the Huskies got the ball back down 24-16. to Couldn't believe what I was watching. 2.23 to go. Incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. 4th and 10 from their own 10-yard line. They have two timeouts left. What do you think Iron Jimmy Lake decides to do? And I'm calling him that because he threw a Mike Tyson haymaker later on against one of his own players. Naturally, he calls for the punt, and the rest is history. The snap flies over the punter's head, safety. That's your ball game. Quitter exploded. And, and then it's like what, he's punting? Yes, he's, he's punting, punting. And then they got what they deserve. And then what Cristobal tried to do, and they got the oh, ball back. Yes. So the, you don't think teams want style points? Or you, you don't think a guy like that's going to hold a grudge about what Jimmy Lake said last week in recruiting? He tried. He, he actually ran it in, and it didn't count. Would have put the game over. Don't remind me. He's running the ball. It would have gone over. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And this is the guy, by the way, they've lost games by running late instead of taking a knee. <laughs> yes. That's happened on his watch. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has you covered. Uh, they've actually launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. Uh, there are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. A Monday night football betting preview is up next. We have at least one really good matchup. And one of the two teams playing tonight hasn't lost in this spot since 1991. you got to be kidding.
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Ooh. 
what do you want from your sports book? Great odds, daily personalized promotions, same game parlays. You can now boost for even bigger payouts. How about a faster app with easier withdrawals and complete security? Points bet is offering no juice spreads on NFL games through the month of uh, the one that we're in right now. Okay, good read, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> what does that mean? Plus a dollar odds on all games, even money. You bet a hundred bucks to win a hundred bucks. Stop burning money with uh, other books. Sign up with Points Bet today. Download the app. Sign up with the code VSIN 2K to get your first bet risk free up to two thousand dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Void or prohibited. Must be twenty one plus. Gambling problem? The number is one eight hundred Gambler. All right, my friend. I verified this from three different websites. I could not believe this. The Steelers have won 19 in a row at home on Monday Night Football. They haven't lost at home on Monday Night Football since 1991. Oh, come on. Overall, they're 27-5 and at home on Monday Night Football. They're also trying to win on Monday Night for the 50th time overall. Tomlin has been awesome on Monday Night Football. I cannot believe that. So that definitely means he's undefeated at home as the head coach yeah. of the Steelers. 1991? That's the last They're time? the Steelers. They're on Monday night all the time. 30 years ago. Oh, how can that be? Oh. And now I know we're getting carried away because it's up. you're seeing sevens. But all of a sudden now, this Bear defense has been a sieve. You're giving up 30 points and 400 yards in back-to-back games. So uh-huh. you've lost three in a row. And how does Fields move the ball? How are they going to move the ball, right? I mean, you look at this. Last in overall offense, 31st in scoring, the bottom in passing. You know, the Steelers have issues, too, running the ball. Uh, their offensive woes. But, again, this is Chicago's had all kinds of issues stopping people the last couple of weeks. So, I mean, I had them tease. You know, I, uh, the Rams' teaser blew up. But I had the Steelers' tease and the Ravens and the Chiefs. I just thought this was a good teaser leg here, that the Steelers are going to find a way to win this game and uh, and contend here because this, this this is wide open for the playoffs in the AFC. But I just I don't see how the Bears are going to move the ball. And this is a nightmare. It's a nightmare for props tonight. It really is. You don't like anything? No. Mm-hmm. Well, we, well, I mean, who's going to go off, right? I guess well, you could say maybe uh, uh, Johnson. But is, what's Harris going to do? It, it would be receiving. I'll give you a good breakdown here in a okay. second. Why don't you then tease the, the Steelers tonight with more games than coming up in Week 10? I'll look at that. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, okay. Okay, let me I, give I, I think they're going to win. Okay, so a, a breakdown here on the matchup overall. And as uh, for those of you watching the show, you can look at some of these numbers and decide for yourself if they look attractive enough to bet or not. Uh, for the radio audience, I'll go over those as well. Ben Roethlisberger, exactly one touchdown pass in six of seven games so far this year. But the Bears secondary, a bunch of holes, uh, some guys that are unhealthy going into the game tonight that might, actually might not play. Only two quarterbacks have failed to score two touchdowns against this Chicago defense on the season. One would be Baker Mayfield. The other is Derek Carr. The Bears' best cornerback, his name is Jalen Johnson. Well, he's going to play on the right side of the field for the most part, which will have him lined up against Chase Claypool. So that's going to put Deontay Johnson. uh, He'll be covered by a player named Kendall Vildor. He is allowing an opposing passer rating of 139 and he is ranked overall 92nd at his position by Pro Football Focus. So Johnson, you saw the number there, was 74.5. Johnson has been the go-to guy. In fact, he has had double-digit targets in five of six games, and he has eclipsed 70 yards five times. So I think that's, A, number one, the guy that you're going to want to go after tonight. Or look at targeting in terms of betting would be Deontay Johnson. In terms of Najee Harris, 
feeling the effects now of no Khalil Mack, the opposite of Denver yesterday with no Von Miller. But they are allowing 113 rushing yards on 4.9 yards per carry to opposing running backs, both third most. Najee only averaged 41 rushing yards over his first three games, but that number now is 98 per game over his last three, and he scored in each. The problem here tonight is Najee's been so good catching passes, but the Bears allow the seventh-fewest receptions and eighth-fewest receiving yards to backs on the season. So do with that what you would like. I do think Harris can also have a good game here. Uh, When it comes to Chase Claypool, he had a three-game stretch where he averaged almost 100 yards per game. Since then, only 31 yards, no touchdowns, going against the Chicago defense again. But they have surrendered five receiver scores and a 100-yard receiver in their last three games. Again, he's going to be probably going against Jalen Johnson He's only allowed two scores and 51% catch rate on the season. Again, Deontay Johnson certainly sticks out to me so far through all of them. As for Herbert and the Bears, he's had no fewer than 21 touches in his last three games. But Pittsburgh has the third best ranked rushing defense, according to Pro Football Focus, and they only allow 4.2 yards per carry Second-fewest rushing scores on the season, which is two. But again, we, we did watch that with uh, Seattle a couple of weeks ago with Alex Collins, who did really well against this mm-hmm. Pittsburgh defense. How about first touchdown? I don't know what they got. That's a hound's breakfast. Fields is 17-1. to Robinson's 16. Ben never runs, but it bends yeah. 40-1. to I can't understand that. He's, the guy's as big as a house. He won't sneak it. Two touchdowns. Claypool's, Claypool's plus 950. Herbert's 11 to 1. Harris is 4 to 1. Johnson's plus 750. Robinson's 28 to 1. Well, if you want to go down the board a little bit more, maybe a Fryermuth tight end who's been yeah. getting more targets for the Steelers. First touchdown or two? Um, no, plus two? 1050 if you want to get nuts with the first touchdown or plus two. 250 for any time score. Okay. Two touchdowns is 33 to one. Hmm. Longest touchdown, 37 and a half. Fields, fields rushing, 37 and a half. I like that over. You like it over? He's yes. got scrambling tonight? Yeah, passing's 185 and a half at uh, a couple of spots, too. Do you want to go Mooney? First touchdown or no? Well, nah, I mean, maybe, really. maybe yards over, maybe no. any time touchdown score. He was, what, plus 310, I believe. He leads the Bears in targets over the past five games, seven per game, and he's actually become the preferred target over Allen Robinson. Anytime touchdown for him is plus 310, 16-1 in the first time touchdown. You saw how bad the 49ers looked. And I know it's the NFL, and we just saw, we couldn't believe what we watched yesterday. Remember what San Francisco did to Chicago? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you yep. think the Steelers will have some success here tonight. Like they should. Well, that's why I think Johnson for sure. And I, I do think that Najee is going to have a good game again. The guy's in the mix for the rookie of the year still. I mean, love people, people want to hand it to uh, Chase. Oh, I love I love the draft pick. I was one of the few. Oh, you did? Yeah, I didn't. I, I wanted this team to go offensive line. He's a stud. He's been awesome. He is in the mix. You're right. It's not no, over. He's, no, Absolutely. You, can, you can never say this stuff is right over there. with. There's half the season left. Something could happen to Chase. 
Uh, I'll tell you, if the Patriots, though, win like 11 games and Mac Jones is not. Well, it depends on what are the numbers, though. No, no, I know. I mean, his I numbers know. haven't been there lately. I know they're winning, but it's been the nasty defense. Yep. Defense has been awesome. I'll tell you what, if you if you hold a nice ticket on Chase at like 20 to 1 before the season started, Harris would probably be the guy that I would look at right, adding right now because you can find him, I think, 11 to 1 to win rookie of the year. I'd be, yes. Right. But this this stuff is never over with. Uh-huh. I mean, there was a big push, even though what I thought it was over with at some point last year, probably in. Mid-December with Herbert, Justin Jefferson kept on his, he was on his heels like every week. Well, here's nine catches for 110 and another score. Steelers are the sixth seed right now. Win this game and then take out Detroit. Got to get it. You move to six and three, and then I like your chances to make the playoffs. But this is just, again, it's a mess of the AFC wild card. Lost, more losses are coming for the Raiders. New England plays Cleveland Sunday. New England, KC, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Denver all five and four. Colts are four and five. Everyone else, forget about it. We'll talk about next year. But that, this is going to be a great race. Who's going to make the – and, I'm, and I'm, I'm with you. We talked about it yesterday. This figures to be the year where it's going to be absolute chaos in the AFC playoffs. I think so. Throw out home field and throw out the seeding. Number one, home field means nothing. nothing and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if a five, six, or, or seven seed can make a deep run. Well, I mean, the perfect way to really cap off the week – would be for the Bears to go there and win like 13 nothing. Yes, yes. Right? After what happened? Ends that streak. Oh, no loss on Monday night since 1991. Yeah. And yesterday was just like, okay, we thought we knew some stuff in the NFL. We know nothing. Uh-huh. Nobody knows anything. Right. Right? It's, you know, I'm, I'm tracking that Bills game in play yesterday. Jags are plus 13 and a half, 12 and a half, 11 and a half. I'm thinking, you know what? Um, I'm not going to take it because I want to see another series. I want to give me two more series here because I think the Bills are going to. Just, it never happened. Never happened. The Niners could never slow down the Cardinals yesterday. No, there's another score for the Broncos. They couldn't protect Allen. No, no, no. Josh Allen, Josh Allen destroyed Josh Allen. And, and they couldn't slow down Geno Smith the week before. Yeah. Like, Funny. What a league. Up yep. next, Kenny White's going to join the program as he does every single Monday at this time. Misleading box scores from Saturday. And uh, early games that he likes in college football. We'll ask him about that coming up next. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. 
So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 